Home with Lucy Malazzo. Across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. Eight minutes past five. It's Monday afternoon. You're listening to Cambridge 105 Radio with me, Lucy Malazzo. Uh, Going to give you a quick update on the moonflower at the Cambridge Botanic Garden. So far no change um it could happen any second now and well not second actually but next couple of days or so we are expecting the moonflower to bloom it's a very very rare thing to happen never um hardly it's happened once before in the uk right here in cambridge and just to let you know if this is piquing your interest we've got Catherine bray who is the senior horticulturist in of the glasshouse team at the botanic gardens joining julian clover tomorrow at 8 30 she can have uh, more to tell us all about the moonflower uh, if you're interested in having a look at that go along to the botanic gardens web page and it's right there on their home page uh, they've got a link to the youtube um watching the moonflower trying to open up over the next couple of days or so just don't take an ill-timed shower and miss the whole thing anyway uh coming up now to 10 minutes past five uh, we are now joined in the studio by pina of one two culinary stew our food blogger friend good afternoon pina hello 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 right you've got a great list of foodie happenings uh, for the month ahead and things that you've experienced so far because uh, we're already in the middle of March um, do you want to start with the what we might be calling the fast food chain takeover of the city historic city centre and uh, with Popeyes yeah, it just seems the whole area by the market square is just becoming chain central. It's very strange, yeah. isn't there it? Was, there was a, a discussion that Indy Cambridge actually brought up on LinkedIn mm. um, and linked to an article written by Harrison Whitaker for the Varsity um, Independent Newspaper for the University of Cambridge. Yeah, it's yep, really, really interesting. Yep. Yeah. It's called Cambridge's Americanization Has Gone Too Far. Mm. Um yeah, there's definitely a lot of chains there now. Popeyes seem to have just tipped things over the edge because I think it's just a huge unit. It's yeah. where the Gap store was. Yeah, it's it's really bright and loud, and it just seems a shame that the landlords there are mm. just you know. Do we know who the landlords are? We are, think it's mostly the colleges. Presumably, yeah. they're all the colleges. Yeah. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I feel when I first came to Cambridge. Yeah, quite a while ago. Um, but the chains, they were there, but they weren't in your face there. Yeah, for example. As an example. Like, Rose Crescent. Rose Crescent. Are we thinking of McDonald's? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's there. It's been there for ages. It does well. It does I well. I think there was an A board at one time and somebody said, no, we don't need the A boards, you know, because there's a lot of independence yeah. down Rose Crescent. But it's it's in the city centre, but it's tucked away a little bit. Yeah, but the also, signage is actually It's the elegant. Yeah, yeah, it's their elegant for historic city centre signage. It's not the garish stuff it's quite in keeping actually uh, with the look of the place but it just doesn't seem to be the case anymore at the moment with Taco Bell, with Popeyes, with KFC. KFC. I mean, not just the American ones, you know. There's Franco Manca, and there's just just that whole tortilla. The whole. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's a conservation area in that spot. I don't know if Rose Crescent is. I. I don't know. Um, I mean, I would have thought so. It just seems there's not much consideration in terms of the planning department, yeah. and the council. I understand the landlords need to rent out these massive units. It's not going to be the small independents doing it. You know, there's, this is not an anti-chain rant. I'm just saying there's a time and a, you know, there's a, mm. there's a place for chains. They employ a lot of people. They mm. provide a service. Mm. But I just think, and a lot of people think, that is just a more sympathetic way of, Absolutely. of making it. It's such a, a prominent location in Cambridge, right by the market. And it's just, be, you walk there and it just looks like there's nothing. It's so 
garish. Yeah. And it, it's just it's, overshadowing all the beautiful buildings yeah. and, the, and the market as well. However, it does seem to be very popular. I was in town last week and it was packed in there. No, yeah, People I'm, love it. You know, there's, there's nothing against particularly yeah. uh, what they're offering. It's just, um, I think a few of us are all scratching our heads as to why they're allowed to position themselves so centrally when we've just said that McDonald's has not been able to do that yeah. and why they're able to do so just so garishly. Yeah, and and in the article as well, because it's written by an American who's come mm-hmm. to Cambridge to study, saying, you know, this is what kind of experience am I getting here? He actually <laughs> said Popeye's is not necessarily cheaper than an independent. So I, I, I just think people don't know where the independents are. You can just go down the road on Trinity Street, go down to a little bar called, um, um, it's a, the Lazy Boys, yeah, uh, they do fried chicken, and it's a little bar called Two Six Four Eight. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. just—it's basically just around the corner. Like it's not open all the time as much as you know Popeyes would be or KFC, but you've got these lovely little independents all in the area. It's Five Guys. You've mm. got Butch Annie's. You've got Steak and Honor, mm. T- Tortilla Taco Bell, Nana Mexico is the independent. Franco Manca, Pizza Pilgrims. You know Aromi. Costa coffee. You've got uh. Swaycam at the market. You've got Bull Brothers. So yeah. there, there is quite a lot, and maybe you know, maybe the council could do something to make it more uh, to feature these independents a bit more, so people have the choice. They just a lot of people would be coming to visit Cambridge, see this. Yeah. I don't think it's particularly impressive, actually. Like, I'm, if you think Cambridge, you're going to see this lovely historic buildings. You get to the part, part where the market is, and you actually don't know where the independents are or where they are. And, and, and also, it's funny as well, because I'm actually, on the, on the weekends, a, a, a lot of the market, during the week as well, actually, is very food-driven. All the market stall holders, there's lots of good food on the, yeah, on the there's, market. Yeah, there's really great ones. So it must be quite demoralising for them to It'll see... It be interesting to talk to them. ...these people coming, the big, the big uh, chains coming in and just muscling in on everything. That yeah, you have Taco there. Bell, and it's like yeah. you can go to Haluman, you yeah. know, and he makes these halloumi tacos with homemade mole sauce, you know, chocolate-based Mexican sauce. It takes days to make, Ooh. you know. <laughs> and Mac, Mac, is it Mac Daddy's with the mac and cheese? Yeah, the mac and cheese. Ooh, yeah, so, so good. there's loads. I just feel like it's completely overshadowed. Yeah, now. let's let's um, start some kind of campaign where we just <laughs> support the locals and drive ugly Popeyes out of town. I think I think people know and have the choice. If they're informed, they can they can make the choice. It's not yeah. always going to be open because they're they're small independents. They're not going to be the same hours yeah. and the same demand. But if you can have an informed choice, why not? Exactly. All right then. Well we've had our say on Popeyes <laughs> and the Americanization of the historic city centre. Uh, let's move on. Recently you went to Yuri Korean. Now if you've been to Yuri Korean or you've got it off delivery, as I have, uh, you might be thinking of Yuri Korean on Regent Street. But do you know that this little chain as well now has been there all of, what, six, nine months or so? Yeah, I didn't new. actually have a chance to visit that first The Regent location. Street one. Yeah, yeah. And now they've already got a second one. I yes. just, I'm, I'm kind of astonished by that. Well, we actually. talked about that a bit, didn't we? Because Tobanko just, um, it's where Tobanko yeah. is, was on Green Street and that just closed very suddenly. So mm. I'm sure that they saw an opportunity. It's a small chain, mostly London. Mm. And then they had the Cambridge one and I guess they jumped on getting the Tobanko unit, which is quite small. And from what I understand is they, well, when I was there, all the tables have the barbecue option. Right. Which we didn't do the barbecue option because I was, you know, we, we cook all the time and we're, I was with people who actually, you know, do food for a living and we're like, no, we don't want to go out and cook our own food. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't do the barbecue option. Okay, so so this is like you sit at your booth table and it, and in the centre of the table there's like a grill. Yeah, and it's you... not a booth, it's just open tables and they've got this sort of grill thing and I think if you order... 
the barbecue, they give you an extra bit to put on top. Okay. So part of your table, if you don't have that, you just have sort of a little area in the middle. So how yeah. was your experience, Pina? It, it was good. I mean, they had just opened the week before. The booking system was a bit weird, but we managed to get, to get in. It's <laughs> like, it was like, do we have a reservation or not? Um, and we enjoyed what we had. We had... Uh, we were four people, so we, sta- we shared a few starter-type dishes like um, gunmandu fried dumplings and oh, Korean-style deep-fried chicken. Oh. Uh, like really nice sort of good-sized dishes that are good to share with, you know, four people. Uh, we had a Korean pancake with mixed, mixed seafood. That was really nice. Lovely. And for our main, we went for the, the bibimbap, which is the... Um, Bibim means mixing and bab means cooked rice. So it's a cooked rice dish in a bowl. We had it with the beef bulgogi, which is a fire oh, meat grilled beef. Beef bulgogi. So they mix so all of that up because that's the mixing part. They put like an egg, an egg on it, a raw egg. You mix it all up with, and you put some sauce on it. And it was really nice. It was very good. And the service was good. But. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I love it when you say but. Go on. But keeping it real. <laughs> um, actually, we had an early reservation, but by the time we left, um, the the place was pretty much full, and there was I think there was just one table actually doing the barbecue, which was behind us, and just that one table doing it. Imagine if all the tables did, like no one <laughs> next to us or anything. We our eyes were watering and red, and we were like, you know, this is terrible. And and you know, I don't necessarily mind smelling like barbecue. I mean, I didn't <laughs> mind that much my hair and my clothes, but it was just the four of us were like our eyes were just watering, and we kind of mentioned it to the waiter, and the waiter made a joke like, "Oh, it's the un- you know chopping onions." It's like, no, it's the smoke. Um, so whether there is something in the extraction ah. system that they need to yeah. improve, which I which I'm I doubt it is because I don't know if they would have had you know permission to actually do that. So mm. maybe it's just a you know lack of training or someone how to how to use how to use to, at the most yeah, efficient. That's the thing, isn't I don't it? know. <laughs> it's nice to have the option to it's a funny one to go out to a restaurant and then cook your own food. But it's it's fun and no, I it's get fun, it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if you're not a particularly good cook then you're going to burn everything and the the, the next table's going to have stinging <laughs> eyes and uh, stinging hair. But it wasn't even hair. burned it was just the smoke really. Uh, but it is fun. I mean, it's nice, like small, like lean pieces of meat and mm. things. It looked like a fun thing to do, like a nice communal thing. But I, I don't know. All the tables had barbecue. So imagine if you're there. Right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, that, that that would annoy me, actually. Yeah. Um, but it's, it is good food, though. You, yeah, you the food think was nice. Yeah. Good flavors, yeah. strong on flavor, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, it's interesting as well that I do feel like the Korean takeover is kind of happening as well. There's yeah. some really yeah. good Korean places on yeah. Regent Street. And there's also the, um, the new... Uh, kind of shop on Petit Curie. Yes, yeah. Have you popped in there? I, no, I haven't. I've seen it from the outside. Um, uh, but we've had Korean on Mill Road for ages, Bibimbap yeah, House, which, I, exactly. which I'm going to go try because I'm sure that's much more um, authentic. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say I've been to Yuri. A few, well, I haven't actually been. I've got, I've uh, ordered from Deliveroo and I like it. But after a while, I find it's quite very, very strong in flavor and it's quite almost a bit too sweet. I know there's a sweet element to Korean marinades, but um, I'm finding it's... I bet it will be different if I go to some of the the more authentic independent places around town. Yeah, it's so hard I'm to do know, like a like, little you know what, compare. what the flavors are, what the dishes are. It's all yeah. a bit new to us. So <laughs> yeah, uh, the the shop on Petit Curie. If you like your Korean food, it's really uh, a good one to go to. It's really really interesting. So I have loads of different array of stuff. And one of my new favorite things to do in these shops is to go to the drinks section. 
And have you seen all the array of drinks that you can buy there? <laughs> and the, the the design of the cans? Yeah, it's really nicely oh done. My I think they've got gosh. loads of dumplings as well, right? You can buy yeah. like frozen dumplings. Yeah. And- Really good. It's very popular. Um, yeah. So it's it's nice to see. It's good. It's yeah. good. To, that kind of variation we love. Yeah. Um, less of the chains, please. So if anyone yeah. <laughs> from the uh, council might be listening and pay any attention to our please. The planning department. What's going on? <laughs> Great. All right then. So that's Popeyes and that's uh, Yuri Korean. Uh, we're going to have to stop for the travel update now. But shortly after that, when we come back, uh, what have you got for us, Pina? Uh, we're going to be talking about Prana Indian Restaurant having a new Sunday sharing menu. Beautiful. And new Street Bites menu and the Wee Vinoteca open a new wine shop and event space at Burwash and, a couple, and some of those events and also an event at Meadows with Levante Kitchen. Fantastic. So turning our attention to the true independence uh, shortly. Cambridge 105 Radio. Pina, uh, our food blogger friend, is in the studio with us and we are now turning our attention to the true local part of your foodie catch-up for us in March, starting with Prana. Now, this is a really successful curry house on Mill Road. Yeah, it's like a notch above a curry house, you know, it has its own sort of USP, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what would you say its USP is? It's just more elevated. Yeah. Yeah, than like, you know, it's not like... um, it's not your it's not your takeaway curry house. Yeah. It I mean, is they have it, takeaway, it's, 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 but a, yeah. it's it's more of an Indian restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and it's more of a dining experience yeah. when you go in. Uh, you know, more sort of uh, I don't want to use the word elevated, but more like mm. a, a you know more considered dishes and mm. you know considered. Oh, yeah. that's a good word. That's a good <laughs> word. Uh, tell us about what they're up to launching on the second of April. Yeah, they're going to be doing um, a Sunday sharing menu just to get people in on Sundays, give them a different alternative if you wanted to have an Indian or you know sometimes they have these like sort of typical Indian buffets and they wanted to do something where to get people in whether it's friends or family for lunch or for dinner and have a bunch of like uh, small plates uh, like sort of a street bites inspired menu mm. and and then also you can have a, a tiffin roulette which is the food roulette concept where just like in India apparently in these tiffin boxes yeah the chef or your mom or whoever would give you your lunch or if you ordered it from somewhere the chef would decide this is what you're going to get in these you know oh. four four tiered Tiffins. So you order the tiffin, but you yeah. don't order what's in it. Yeah, it's like a food roulette. I mean, obviously, Ooh. like prana, like if you had like dietary restrictions and stuff, yeah, to yeah, take yeah. that in consideration. But they would, they would include like a, a rice and uh, a dessert, and then it would be uh, whatever curry it was, or you know. So um, it's kind of like for the more adventurous. Um, so you would go and have these little bites, and then your mains would be sort of this tiffin roulette that you would share with with someone it's just like it sounds like a really nice I think that's a really great idea yeah, yeah. and uh, i had a little sneaky peek at the menu so i tried a few of the little dishes that they have so and you're impressed yeah they have these great uh, okra okra fries mm-hmm. okra, they're called ladies fingers mm. um they're battered in chickpea flour um and they have um uh, baby biryani so do you know the biryani has like the rice and then it's topped with like a pastry they got like a small version of it it's cute. really cute <laughs> nice so that's that might be a good idea if you're looking for something different to that pub sunday roast lunch kind of thing or something mm. a bit more spicy or a bit more uh, not spice with heat but just different spice yeah, of, yeah there, of there's a variety Sunday of lunch. Yeah, yeah. Even the angry bird chicken isn't actually that spicy. So. <laughs> Brilliant. That's Prana on Mill Road, and that's launching on the 2nd of April. If you want a Sunday sharing menu, a little bit different to your standard uh, roast and two veg. Fantastic. And um, also uh, Meadows opened on Mill Road. Tell us a little bit about what they're up to. 
Yeah, I mean, the shop has opened up, um, so you can go in for cheeses and lovely little other deli items. They've got uh, some really freshly prepared lunchtime foods as well. Um, and they're doing pop-ups as well with uh, Levante, uh, which they've done in, in Newnham as well uh, with Alessandra. And I don't know if people, I think you've had Levante Kitchen before. I have. So she, Alessandra is from Liguria, which is the Italian Riviera. And in that northern part of Italy, they have, for me anyway, because I'm from, you know, my, my heritage is from the south, uh, very different food <laughs> than I'm girl. used to. Um, <laughs> so it, it's just really beautiful food. And she's, she's doing a pasta and vino pop-up. Ooh. And he'll have some Come of the specialty Ligurian dishes, um, a choppino, which is a tomato and fish soup uh, with That's very Sicilian. Mm. Is it? Yeah. Mm. And the scucuzun, which uh, is a couscous-like pasta mm. or a mixed greens croxetti, which is small rounds of pasta embossed with wooden stamps. And there will be uh, small uh, dishes to go with that. And then meadows, as usual, have their wonderfully curated wine for people to enjoy with it. Such so, a good night. Yeah. And you just book online. I think it's a 15 pound deposit yep. just to make sure people show up and then it gets credited. And uh, it's a communal table there. It's a, it's a small shop, but there's a really nice big sharing table and a few individual tables for two uh, that people could probably request if they wanted to. Oh, I, might yeah. to do, I might have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's fantastic. Yeah, Meadows, Levante, really lovely. It's very fresh produce and it's yeah. very, very heavy on the vegetables. Yes, yes, they're like nice, a torta actually. salata, like yeah. just vegetable pies yeah. with the amazing like pastry. It's so good. Yeah. yeah, if you want like a little evening of Italian home-cooked food, ele- elevated just a little, uh, check out uh, the Meadows or the Levante shop. Uh, Google both of those and you will get to the right places. And finally, Pina, uh, we've got a new wine shop hurrah at Burwash Manor you went to a wine tasting event last night so thank you so much for coming in this afternoon and uh, how was that and tell us all about it yeah it's called the We Vinoteca it's it's a, sh- a charming new wine shop and event space at Burwash Manor um, so I, I love went Burwash on Saturday. Manor yeah. oh it's lovely it's, it's that's what's so good about it is because so they hosted this little wine tasting to get the word out and I didn't know what to expect because I'd been to that shop before and it, it's completely transformed with the new owner and um, the owner uh, uh, Duncan Gammy he's he runs the Wee Vinoteca in Hitchin which is also a mm. bar mm. this is strictly a shop where he has much more space and he's just laid it out so beautifully like the the way the, um, the the bottles are displayed over two floors and you go upstairs and they have their tasting room upstairs with more more bottles and a, a really nice big table of about eight to ten people and you can do events there so you can either like have your own private event for that number of people or um, they have events that they have on the website so between from April and May um, they've got events like sparkling wines or wine and cheese pairing they've got great everyday wines or rosé wines and you just go in and you you book online Um, and it was just really nice it was just a really nice atmosphere and Duncan Gammy, he's so engaging and he's a wine expert and he's so passionate about what he does. And and he's actually moved to Cambridgeshire, so he's actually much more local now. Oh, fantastic. Um, so he really wants to do a lot more events in the wine shop. And Brilliant. It was nice. We had produce from um, the Burwash larder. Mm-hmm. So we had some nice like pork pies and cheeses from, you know, bread from all the good other suppliers. So. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, definitely, definitely recommend. I'm, I'm going to definitely book something, go with some friends and on one of the events or maybe get a group together and just do like our own private one. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. So that's that Burwash Manor. So now you can go along in the after- afternoons or on the weekends, get some nice fresh produce use, uh, buy some beautiful flowers and that and get some lovely wine as well now. Yeah, yeah he's always happy to advise on any bottles. We and found some great wine. <laughs> fan- <laughs> fantastic. And what's his website if anyone wants to find out more details and maybe go along to some of his events? It's uh, wevinoteca.com. 
And Fab. then you just click on the burr wash bit. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Pina. Um, that has gone far too quickly. Uh, we'll stop there and we will see you again in about a month's time thank or so. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> Cambridge 105 Radio.